and then blames it on them. I mean, how undignified is Nancy Pelosi and all the Democrats, including Chuck Schumer and everybody else, who complains about dignity, the dignity of the Oval Office? The president was right, and you know what? He was protecting Joe Biden because he said, don't ever talk to the president that way. So he's, he's protecting all future presidents from this predatory press. Do you actually think that the media portrays him fairly? Do they portray his successes, discuss his successes, like Operation Warp Speed, or do they really only focus on his blunders? I think there are certainly more blunders than successes, so that, that should be proportionate. But we know that he has an incredibly antagonistic relationship with the press, and that he gets a tremendous amount of negative coverage for it. If, if you're calling people fake news to their face, they're going to get upset about it. And I think the reporting is going to reflect that. Now, we've that. covered... What? It's not their job to do that. Their personal opinion yeah, shouldn't no, be no, in the I report. get that. I, no, but you are, you're, Jess, to be fair, you're saying that because the president was mean and said some nasty things to the press, that the press shouldn't cover the stories accurately. No. And that's just simply not true. Just because they, you know, I, there's a lot of policies. Actually, I hate them all. I hate policies. But it's our job to give our viewers the information uh, that, that matters to them. And that's not what they're doing when they're in those press rooms. And you know that because the, this was the first opportunity you saw that they were complaining that they hadn't gotten a press conference. Meanwhile, Joe Biden got to sit in his basement for the majority yeah. of the campaign. And the first time they had the opportunity to ask him questions, they give him all these layers. It just shows you the difference. And I, I'm not saying you can't like the president. Like, don't like him. Go home and write about it to your wife or husband. But at the same time, your job is not to put your personal shield on. It's to give the audience the information that they deserve. I, I was just trying to add some color to how the relationship got to this point. And I'm not saying that it's appropriate, but there are some phenomenally good reporters, like Jeff Mason, for instance, who the president goes after relentlessly, even mocking him for wearing a mask, even though it's CDC guidelines. And he says that he's showing off or he wants to be all PC. And I think that that is a problem and that the relationship with the press is fractured. I want Joe Biden's speech to be held to the fire as well. I think it's important. Do you think it will? Do you think it will? I Well, I, I think that it will to some degree. I don't think it'll look like what goes on with President Trump, but Joe Biden's going to run a transparent administration where he's not going to be breaking norms like this on a daily basis. Is Fyodor held to the fire? He's curled what? up right now in front of a fire. Is it, it, <laughs> Contempt will stop. The visible contempt will stop. I'm not sure, however, if a 180-degree pendulum shift is any more healthy. Meaning, I think the softball questions, and I think we all agree to this, uh, do no one any favors, right? That if there's sort of this simpering worship or just, again, that the what socks is he wearing without really digging in, without really uncovering policy. You know, he's, he said that he can have a Green New Deal-ish environmental-friendly policy for the entire nation that would keep union members employed. Let's get the details on that. That's just one example of a million. But I have to say, I don't know, in terms of Trump, I don't know if that bell can be unrung, unrung, meaning it's almost like watching, you know, a couple friend of yours, that they're married, but they hate each other, and you're just watching these two have contempt for each other, and you're like, I don't think that they can ever go back. So I think for this particular relationship with this particular president, I, I don't think there's, um, I don't think there's any healing there. We're not inviting you over anymore, Emily. <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> All right, well, we have to leave it there, and... President Trump issuing a full pardon for Michael Flynn, his former national security advisor. Trump tweeted, quote, it is my great honor to announce that General Michael T. Flynn has been granted a full pardon. Congratulations to General Flynn and his wonderful family. I know you will now have a truly fantastic Thanksgiving.
Flynn had pled guilty in 2017 to lying in the FBI in the early stages of the Russia investigation, i.e. hoax. Um, so, Geraldo, I, I believe that this is great news. I know you feel the same way because we know he was entrapped by a group of people out for a Trump scalp. And he was just happened to, he was a victim of circumstances. That's me. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about the circumstances, but bravo, President Trump. You did exactly the right thing. General Flynn was a great soldier in Afghanistan and in Iraq. Uh, he became very political. I get that. I get that he, uh, he rubbed some people the wrong way because he was a political activist. But this whole thing with Kislyak, the Russian ambassador, and those conversations he had, he knew Kislyak. They had been in Moscow. They had been in Washington, D.C. together. He's just chatting him up. Hey, uh, be cool. We're cool. You're cool. Uh, and for uh, the FBI to come to the White House and, and uh, to entrap him, uh, Greg, you're exactly right. It was entrapment. Uh, they went there to get him. It was a, a perjury trap. Uh, you know, uh, they asked him a question that they knew that he couldn't answer without embarrassing himself. And then they parlayed that. They said they wanted either to fire, get him fired, or get him arrested. And because of their, their greedy anti-Trump hatred, uh, where the whole bureau was turned by Mueller into this uh, revenge squad uh, to get Trump, uh, uh, Flynn was just collateral damage, Greg. Yeah. You know, Dana, and the other thing that was bothersome is this Judge Sullivan who uh, refused, I guess, to uh, grant a dismissal, even though pretty much everybody was on the same page. Right. So what happened, as I understand it, judges are very reluctant to overturn things when you had somebody that pled guilty originally. Then he wanted to change his plea. But then you had the Justice Department say, we're cool with him changing his plea. So then the judge, uh, Sullivan, he has just dragged this out for about six months. And I know that, you know, I'm sure that Michael Flynn and his lawyer and his family would have preferred a dismissal because that means we, we, you, there's nothing on your record. There's nothing. Now, a full pardon means also that he has a full pardon, but I do think that a dismissal would have been better, but given that the judge wasn't granting that, that the pardon was given, um, and now that case is moot in front of the judge. Moot. I love that word. Great word. It's a great word. I'll remind people, if anybody's upset about the Michael Flynn thing, remember who President Obama Pardoned, yep. an F-A-L-N terrorist who was responsible for something like 100 bombings. Uh, Will, this is the first time I've asked you a question in maybe 10 years. Back in the days of Red Eye, you have definitely cleaned up, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what are your thoughts on any other pardons? You can talk about Flynn, but do you, do you see other pardons coming up? Well, we'll see about other pardons. Let me talk about Flynn, if I might. Um, Adam Schiff has talked about the president's pardoning process being something akin to organized crime. What would organized crime look like? It would look like bringing all the levers of power onto a single individual, using extortion to break that person, both judicially, legislatively, and financially. And all of that is what happened to Michael Flynn. He's broke up. I can hear the heads exploding already. A majority of Republicans say they want President Trump to run again in 2024. That's according to a new poll that finds 54% of GOP voters want to see Trump stage the political comeback of a lifetime. But in the meantime, the president giving his blessing to the Biden transition process while still vowing to keep up his legal fight. Quote, remember the GSA has been terrific, and Emily Murphy has done a great job, but the GSA does not determine who the next president of the United States will be. Here's more from the president today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average just broke for the first time in history 30,000. It's now, uh, it's good, it's great for jobs, and it's good for everything. With the vaccines now coming... Tu m'as manqué, tu m'as trop manqué depuis hier soir. 
Est-ce qu'on va aller au lycée Non. Je crois pas qu'on y aille. Non, on va rester ici. Gentil, attention. Ouais, bref, je dois jeter un œil aux chiffres sur le budget de fin d'année. Oh, bon sang. Bien sûr. Genre là, maintenant. Pourquoi tu vas pas voir Nick Hein, s'il te plaît Je veux dire, c est, c est, tu sais, il est vice-président. Nick. Vous et moi, on sait que Nick s'est présenté parce que c'est le VP qui planifie. Could see how it could appeal to others. What are you going for? 
young adult fantasy. Uh, no. It can't be a way. There's no love story. It's yeah. not a love story. And it's definitely a pass for me. Yeah, it's a pass for me as well. Me too, sweetie. You have a very creative mind, but there's something missing in the authenticity. I can't hear your voice. It's not about me. All the same, it's still going to be a pass. Professor? Yeah, it's past release one. Thanks. No, thank you. Really, I... I appreciate you judging my artistic aptitude on three pages of my 400-page novel.
Hey, Jennifer. Your great family trip to Europe? Yeah. My sister and her husband, second honeymoon. Actually, at first, they couldn't afford one. When they first got married, they been saving for it, like, forever. <laughs> Listen, I uh, got a call from my kind of
telling all the neighbors. I gotta go. Yeah, you too. Um, my number, if you guys need anything, and um, have a great trip. Thanks. Is that going to be hard to fix? No, I just need a new PC. Just need a new PC. 
Bring a fortune? No, no, look, I can do it. I'll just uh, we'll take a minute. Oh, I couldn't ask you this. I mean, well, I'm not doing it for free. Sure. How much? Lunch. I love the smell of the air in the circle. Have you lived here your whole life? Oh, I've never lived here, just visiting. Gosh, from San Diego. And you're moving to St. Louis? <laughs> What exactly is wrong with St. Louis? You live here? I'm keeping my options open. Oh, I'm ready for a change. Wait, what was your business? I owned a locavore restaurant. Locavore? Everything on the menu was raised or grown within a 50-mile radius of the restaurant. That's cool. Yeah, it's great. You know, I built the business from scratch and, instead modestly, it was a rocking success. Built a business that sounds so grown up and time consuming. 24 7, 365. Well, I mean, if you're going to do something, do it all the way, right? Otherwise, what's the point? What if you get stuck doing it? Get unstuck. I did. You owned a restaurant, and I just made you peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> now, I gotta tell you, you nailed it. Well, wish me luck. Tonight, I'm roasting a chicken for the kids. Speaking of which, I gotta go pick him up from school. You know, if you're not crazy about cooking, I could make you guys dinner sometime. That's nice of you, but we'll be fine. And it's only for another night or two. Hey, thank you. Again. My pleasure. Wow, cool phone. Is that a candy girl bracelet? Yeah, my aunt's company did some work for them and she got samples. They're like impossible to get. Does she have any more? I don't know, but I'll find out. Awesome. Oh, funny. This is pretty good. 
an artist? Yeah. I work in a graphic arts company. Ah, I was wondering what your passion was. Not passion, it's a job. It's too bad. Job. Who are you trying to convince? You or me? Here we go.
they call me when you discover that I'm more important than Mother Class? We are now boarding first class passengers on flight 2048 with service to Miami. Well, you've been the best part of my day. Don't forget this. Thank you. Next. Hi, um, sorry, but did you happen to see a guy walk through here with fluffy hair, dopey smile, like gay tall? Honey, you're gonna have to be a little more specific, okay? Because all teenage boys have fluffy hair. supposed to go on Crown Lake school ski trip, but still not really my thing. I'd much rather be headed to Miami. Straight into this office club. I'd fall into the arms of a muscly gentleman named I'm gonna go get a chai tea and probably listen to something you call me like Phantom. 
So figure this out and tell those friends. See you in the plane. Wow, a true talent. Well, I guess I should go now. It was nice meeting you. You too. Unless, what if I went to Miami instead? ちょっと待ってください。いや。知っていますか実は金って世界中から集めても国際基準通りなく要配分にしかならないんです。金ってとっても貴重なんですね。ところで金といえば資産ですが、その元であるお金のこと、皆さん。Are you sure about that? I mean, you barely even know me. Okay, you look like a snowman that likes warm hugs. 
think it's safe to say you're not Max Marker. So, come on. Yeah, and I was stuck in Miami. All of the flights were canceled. It's just a disaster. Okay, I'll call you on the hotel. Excuse me, but did you say hotel? Is there an issue with that? Okay. I am loving this energy. I'm Effie, and I want to hear your, like, entire life story. I'm Autumn. To be honest, I don't really know what my life story is right now. I'm just going to take one of those, like, hotel shuttle things and work my magic. Feeling you! Let's ride. Thank you guys so much for rescuing us, Mr. and Mrs. Oh, please. You can call us Dorothy and Dawn. Yeah, thanks for lunch, Grandma and Grandpa. I hope you guys enjoy your authentic Cubanos. They're a Floridian delicacy. Ham? Cheese? More ham? I'm sold. Yeah, looks delicious. Nowhere near as delicious as you. Come over here. Oh, oh Grandma, stop. <laughs> you gals are going to love it here. Yeah, we got bingo, shuffleboard, geriatric water aerobics. Did I mention bingo? I don't know how we're going to do it all in one week. And on Tuesday morning, there's women's power walk. You guys need a place to stay? Who are you, and why are you following us? Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm a tennis pro here at the hotel, and kind of know the ins and outs of the place. Are we supposed to be impressed? Down, Effie. I'm Autumn, and yeah, we're technically stranded here, so if you did have somewhere we could crash, that'd be kind of amazing. Uh, I think I can help. Yes! 